Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. That's what you're talking about, heading towards Christmas. A little bit of VH, a bit of Van Halen. I know one man that loves his, his rock is Di Henwood, comedian who joins us right now. Hello, Di. G'day, how are ya? How's that? How's that? A bit of Van Halen to just get your, your tonsils going, eh? Oh, absolutely, especially heading into um, heading into the pointy end of the year. <laughs> Mate, I am, I'm, I'm gutted uh, for one reason, that we're not going to see you as much on seven days, but you're going to be building blocks next year as the new Lego Ab- Master King, right? Is that, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we start early next year on Lego Masters New Zealand, and um, I'm pretty stoked because I watch it. Um, my son and I just love the franchise, and um, you know, joining that. And um, no, Seven Days is having a bit of a shake-up as well, so um, that's going to be a fresh um, fresh show, which um, I'll be on a few hits of that and so forth. But no. Uh, it's looking exciting for 2022. Mate, I'm, I'm so happy for you because, you know, to get and in, jump into a franchise like Lego Masters, albeit you're having to cross networks. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Gone, gone to the Death Star, as we say in the business. <laughs> yeah, all those things are all a bit different these days. Everyone's a bit more chilled out. <laughs> you sound very chilled out. How has your year been? And, and uh, what, are you looking, what are you doing over Christmas before we get into stuff? Well, it has been a, a really good year, actually. I mean, obviously, for everyone, the last um, three months has been pretty topsy-turvy, but we just used it to sort of um, really connect with the kids and so forth. And, um, I mean, that middle part of the year was wonderful. It seems like we've had about three years and one, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> no, we've had a pretty good year, and Christmas is just going to be... Um, Chilling out. My mum comes up. We're based in Auckland, and mum comes up from Wellington, and it's just going to be catching nice. up with family and hitting a lot of West Coast beaches. Oh, oh. surfing or are you? Yes, a, surfer. Are you a surfer? I am. I'm not. Um, I'm more a paddler, to be honest. <laughs> Longboard. Longboard. No, um, I'm a short man on the short board, but um, <laughs> I, I, at, at, at a beach like Piha, I would say I'm 30, 93% paddling, 7% yeah. surfing. There's no way, there was no way I'd get out in the water there, and I'd, I'd need a long board <laughs> just to hold me up anyway. So your warriors this year, what do you make of them? Well, um, huh, that's a very interesting question <laughs> I've been pondering, to be honest, and it's a... It's, uh, uh, it's, I've been having a break from rugby league because I always get very emotional throughout the season. Um, it was a year is to be expected. Um, I, fin- I sort of picked us finishing around that 12 to 14th um, place. However, I thought there was quite a lot to like out of them in terms of the, the signing of Reese Walsh and just seeing how he plays footy is amazing. Um, and I thought we, we are showing a bit more starch up front. Mm-hmm. And I, I like 
I think Nathan Brown ha- is starting to really get a team together and um, signing to, we're not going to see next year, but um, the year after in um, Marata Niakore and Luke Metcalf, I'm pretty amped about. So we're definitely in with a grin, but I don't think next year's our year because unfortunately those teams below us, like the Canterbury Bulldogs and so forth, yeah, have yes. built have just seemed to build themselves <laughs> these amazing rosters. Uh, so I expect teams like that to sort of maybe leapfrog us, and I, with all honesty, don't see next year as a top eight year for us. Oh my us, God, mate, you, you're, you're writing them off already. Not writing them off, I just like, because um, I'm honestly, I'm a massive rugby league fan first and a Warriors fan second. So I'm not writing them off, but I think it, it is going to be a big struggle to get into the eight next year because there's so many great teams but I think we're building really nicely and solidifying to be a real threat in the comp from sort of 2023 onwards. Oh okay so we'll just have another uh, sit back and wait year. Okay then so what did you make when you when you heard the news that Sean Johnson was coming back to the fold? It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean, I, well, I, I think Sean Johnson has been playing wonderfully at the Sharks, and um, I, I honestly pick him. Um, I know he's sort of probably around that mid-career stage, but I certainly pick him in his back end of the career to hopefully go the Benji Marshall route, where he tailors his game a bit more. He becomes more of a game maker. Um, really has an amazing passing game, and it's not so much about speed and breaks, and it's more about organising the team around the park. My one worry would be on the injury front, as we um, sort of seem to suffer a bit on the injury front, and Sean Johnson is a bit injury prone. So that'll be something to watch. But the fact that we haven't fully nailed our halves down yeah. is an issue. So whoever's partnering him in the halves, like they sort of... Ash have, Taylor... Probably. I'm hearing good things about Ash Taylor from the Titans. He's on a train in Tron. I'm hearing he's coming fit. And I, I would suggest to you, Di Henwood, that maybe Taylor takes control and they allow Johnson to do what he does and plays what's in front of him. Yeah, Ash Taylor's an interesting one. I mean, I mean, your, your sort of gut reaction's probably, oh no, what are we doing? But a train and trial deal is sort of perfect. He's he has the makings of an amazing player. He's shown that. However, he went from zero to this million-dollar deal sort of situation. So I think I think having the financial pressure off him to be the best player in a team is going to be a real positive. Um, I, I've been a little bit dubious around um, Wade Egan at nine, but at the back end of the year, he, he showed real promise. And um, he could settle in. Um, I mean, we've re-signed him. He's here for the next three years. Um, <laughs> he could really settle in for, to the being that sort of workhorse warrior that we know and love, like your Nathan Friend type player. Yeah. Would Would you though have thrown the thrown the uh, checkbook at Brandon Smith? I would have. I would have built a team around him. Um, 
No, because he oh, desperately oh. wants nothing to do with the Warriors. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hang on, hang on. It says so, who? Says who? What inside all do you have? Says Brandon Smith. He's multiple times says the club he doesn't want to play for is the Warriors is the vibe I get off him. I think I also worry about Brandon Smith. I think personality-wise, he's not the type of guy we need at the club. I worry about buying, buying players out of Melbourne because Melbourne... Just um, Melbourne has such an aspirational culture that every other club looks to. And I think um, Brandon Smith out of Melbourne, unless he is at the Roosters or somewhere, he would become a, a wee bit of a loose cannon. Um, wow. But yeah, I, from interviews, I get the vibe that he doesn't really want to play at the at the Warriors. Oh my gosh, you've just you've just dropped that one on me. Well, you've just got to remember that the, your your captain next year is Tohu Harris out of the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he there is a, there's an exception to every rule, and <laughs> Tohu Harris. I mean, hasn't he? You know, we've always we've always had a player like Tohu, like in terms of your Stephen Price. You know, those ones yeah, yeah. you just rely on. Yeah. Like they're not gonna. They're not doing the 80-metre runaway try, but they're doing everything right. They're making every tackle, and they're leading from the front. I love Tohu. And, and I mean, I may sound doom and gloom that I wasn't predicting the Warriors in the top eight, but I'm just I'm taking a bit of a measured approach. I've spent <laughs> half of 25 years saying this is our year. <laughs> I've spent a third of that saying, oh, we're going to be last. And now I'm sort of going for the... I'm setting my expectations slightly low and hope we go high. How how are you struggling not having the ability to go and watch a game at Mount Smart? Because as you and I both know, that is one of the best sporting experiences on a fortnightly basis in this town and in this country. Look, Oh, I, I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough to to work at the home games, running the um the captains lounge, out there, and sort of we get to talk to ex players, whoever's in town. There's such a good vibe up there. Um, my Fano come along with me. I I miss it more than anything. It's such a highlight of the winter, and also, I think, look how many close games we had this year that were that were like within a point to four points. I believe that if we were playing at home, we would have nabbed a few of those games, and that, that might have been the difference between before between us getting up to sort of seven. So, I mean, I'm stoked that we, there are a few penciled in, but I'm also nervous because, as this year's shown... Anything can happen at any time. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm over this year. I'm over the last two years. And now when another a variant pops up, you go, well, when does this stop? Because what really concerns me is that the fans have lost their team. And do you think they're losing their identity, the Warriors? No, I think, I think the club's got a strong... A strong culture, like um, through right down from the top with the uh, CEO Cameron George, and mm. I think we're ma- really making the best of a bad situation. I do find it quite weird that we've been in this for long enough that we now have players in the team who have never been to New Zealand, which <laughs> is a really bizarre situation to be in. Um, 
I think we need to get home because, I mean, what our feeder club was Red Cliff Dolphins and they're obviously now going to be entering the comp themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think not having the Warriors at home is having probably roll-on effects. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. It means the aspiration for a lot of local kids who are playing league yeah. can't, you know, see the Warriors as the stepping stone because they, they seem to be an Aussie-based club now. But we want to stay in the comp. It's an Australian comp, and I'm really proud of the boys. But, oh, God, it'd be good to have a bit of normality and be able yeah. to roll out to yeah. South Auckland and hear those drums as you're walking up. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. getting tingles. Just yeah, mate, no, nothing better than a game day experience. What did you ask Santa for Christmas? Uh, to be honest, a, li- a little bit of peace and quiet because <laughs> <laughs> it is chaos around our house on Christmas. But um, no, I um, I, a good a good pair of board shorts. I keep it pretty simple. Wow. I, I tend to rip them, but what? that's just because I've got amazing quads, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me to it. Hey, Di, thanks as always. I love talking footy with you, but I just, I'm really happy to see you moving through and uh, the best of luck with Lego Masters, man. It's, it's an exciting time for you. Oh, I'm really stoked about that. And um, you have a beautiful uh, Christmas and New Year period. And to all of the listeners out there, it gets hectic at this time of year. But um, just sit down and have a moment to yourself. Yeah, good call. Thanks, Di. Happy Christmas.